show may contain massive amounts of entertainment. Listener discretion is advised. KLSL starts now. 877-KYLE-424. All right, guys, so uh, I'm the only one in the studio today. Uh, you know, obviously, Ricky and Mario are here because they always show up. They're actually uh, people who care about the show. And uh, obviously, I show up every time for the most part. Uh, besides the time I was at my best friend's wedding. Now, uh, who's not here? Okay, well, Allison, she's in Australia on her honeymoon, so we're going to forgive her tonight. Uh, what's Nate doing? Well, he fell off his motorcycle today, apparently, uh, which I just found out about. Um a little bit ago, uh, and then uh, so that's okay. He's a, he's fine, by the way, as far as I'm aware. And uh, where is Ryan? Oh, he's doing something with Chelsea. Okay, great, perfect. This is going to be a fun show. Uh, all right, so I uh, I want to talk to you guys about a couple things. Here's here's what's coming up in the show. Anyway, I'll tell you guys. Uh, Celebrity Milk Lindsay's back in rehab. Uh, Sarah Palin may or may not have been booed on Dancing with the Stars. And a polygamous um, reality family could go to jail for being polygamists. Oh, that's going to be interesting to read about. Uh, Chloe and Lamar, they're renewing their wedding vows. Uh, Brad Womack says he'll do it again. And uh, there's all sorts of fun stuff in there. So, uh, all right. I saw the social network last night. Uh, it's, that's the Facebook movie for those of you who are not with it. Uh, the social network is uh, fairly hysterical. And uh, I would say it's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's all about Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook's uh, kind of rise to fame, how he started Facebook, uh, the people he heard along the way, uh, the people uh, you know that he uh, you know whatever. It's it's interesting. The whole movie is very fascinating, and uh, it, the trailer does not do justice for the movie at all. And uh, let's see, Ricky, there you go. I'm giving you my oh, thanks. There you go. I was muted for a while there. Uh, but uh, you know, anyway, the, uh, Ricky's with me today. So Ricky's now my, uh, my loyal sidekick on the show. Look at that. Promotion. Oh, promotion. Uh, you got to promote. It's actually more like a demotion in some ways, but oh. we'll, we'll say it's oh, a promotion. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, The Social Network's directed by David Fincher and uh, it's starring Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, Justin Timberlake, uh, who did an awesome job, by the way. I had no idea Justin could really act like that until I saw... Uh, this movie, but he did a great job portraying Sean. Um, what's his last name? Sean. I want not Price. What the what the hell is it? It's, uh, he's a guy who started. Na- you know, he found a Napster, and uh, he's kind of a serial entrepreneur. Is what he's what he's uh, called on a Wikipedia, I believe. Um, but I have to tell you, man, I watched the social network. I left that theater. My mind was racing and, and then I wanted to update my Facebook status, and I had the weirdest feeling. I was I was like updating my Facebook status, and I I. I I couldn't figure it out. I was like, wow, this feels really uh, interesting, you know, updating my Facebook status right now. Updating it because you had just seen the movie? Yeah, or? yeah. And I like was in, I just, I felt like I created Facebook. Like that's <laughs> what happens. You go into this movie, you watch it, and you leave, and you feel like you created Facebook. You feel like you're a billionaire. I now, was did like, you learn a lot from the movie, or did, well, here's was it stuff the, that you kind of already here's knew? Here's the deal about, uh, about the social network and, and about the movie is, is uh, it's not really fully factual. Obviously, they uh, dramatize a lot of stuff, and and uh, you know it's it's not fully based on fact. It's actually it's based on the book The Accidental Billionaires, which is uh, which was written by Ben uh, Mesrick in uh, two thousand nine, and and uh, apparently that was pretty dramatic itself. And so to have uh, you know the movie made about you know adapted from this book which is dramatic and they make they make you know gotcha. the movie dramatic it's kind of like you know there's some things that are definitely not factual you know i've heard i don't know where where i've read this actually can't remember the source but mark zuckerberg is actually not behind the movie himself at all which makes well, sense obviously i mean I, it, they paint you, him in a pretty bad light I they, believe. they do yeah they do for the most part i mean but you do feel for him he's the, he is the hero of the movie in some odd way it, like right. you, you know, you're rooting for him. I, I left that theater going, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's a genius, and it's amazing because he hurts these people along the way. I mean, he's like, you know, he he takes his, uh, you know, if you know, I, I knew this before going into the movie, but he, you know, he took, uh, he stole money from uh, his friends basically, and and. Well, you know what they say. Kick them out of the company when they thought they were part of it and all these things. And You but, can't make it to 500 million friends without making a couple enemies along the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what I hear, at least. That's right. Yeah, that's what, that's what it says. That's what it says on the poster. 
but uh, it, overall, it was a good movie. I rec- I really recommend it. 10 out of 10 for me. I mean, it's a five-star film uh, for me, and I really uh, I think everyone's going to love it. I'm it, really excited to see it. It changes your whole perspective of Facebook afterwards. It really does. It's, tr- it's truly unbelievable. It's, but it's very like, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur in any way, and you go in there and see this movie, it's very enlightening. You leave there, and you feel like, wow, I'm going to go do what I've, you know, what I've been wanting to this project I've been wanting to do for a while is now going to become a reality. Um, yeah, I remember I read the script a while ago and it, it seemed really interesting. I think they've changed a bunch of things by now for the final film, but, um, no, I can't wait to see it when it comes out in theaters. That's fantastic. It's a good, it's really, it's a really, really good movie. And are you going to see it? It's Sean Parker. Thank you. Sean Parker. That's what it is. Uh, Sean Parker. All right. Uh, Brian's 85 in the chat says Sean Fanning, but it is Sean Parker in the movie. And it is Sean Parker on Wikipedia, if I remember properly. Maybe his real name's Sean Fanning. That sounds like Fanny. Maybe that's why he changed it. He was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want an ass as my last name. All right. Uh, who said it? Um, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> that's what we do around here. All right. Listen to this. I don't personally have a Facebook page, but... I work with a group of people who do charity work through it. Other than that, I don't care about my friends' feelings. They can just call me and tell me. I feel like a dinosaur because if I was on it, I wouldn't know how to operate it. Was it A, George Clooney, B, Justin Timberlake, or C, Betty White? Come on, guys. This is an easy one. Uh, Should we say it together? You, we could if you want. Yeah. I mean, we could say it. Come Justin on. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Is we correct. were just talking David about David Arriguez was correct. Um... And I knew Jabs Ninja George Clooney is incorrect, but uh, good try, guys. Betty White, Chaz Task says no, it's wrong as well. Uh, anyway, it's okay. You guys did a decent job. We go, love the Who said it. Go see the Social Network October first. It comes out. It, fantastic film, it really is. I just can't. I, I can't stop talking about it. Have you seen any other, any other good movies recently? Uh, well, I was sick uh, over the weekend, completely ill with a fever and bronchitis, and. Uh, Man, I saw about uh, 10 movies probably over the wow. weekend uh, on Netflix, Marathon. Instant Watch, and uh, I saw some good documentaries. What was, uh, there is, uh, The Botany of Desire was a good movie. It was a good uh, documentary. PBS produced it. And then uh, that was one of my, the ones that stood out, one of my favorites. And then I also saw Zombieland for the first time, and I thought great that was good. Movie. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg's very, very in funny. that one. Great film. I was really surprised about that movie, Zombieland. I didn't realize Zombieland was uh, so funny. I didn't realize it was that good of a movie, but... It is. Yeah, I'm a Stone Easy A's coming out. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't. I was a little disappointed by it, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I thought that it was going to be really funny. I liked the trailer. I thought that um, it was really good casting. I love Amanda Bynes, but I don't know. It felt like it was trying to be a John Hughes movie, and it just you know what? Yeah, it's not, I, re- I have the script at home. I read that script uh, forever ago. I've been had to had to be at least you know a year what? and a half the ago. The script was a lot better. They cut out a bunch of stuff that was a little too grotesque. And, or, See, that yeah. was the funny stuff. Exactly. It, the, Without that, it, it, it do, it's felt, not the same thing. Fell through. I don't know. I, I you know, I, it certainly is not the new Mean Girls, which is why I think that people. That's what they were going hoping. for. Yeah. Well, the script didn't seem like Mean Girls to me at all. It seemed really, I don't know. Easy A was a good script anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm mad that it's not what it, you know. I would still for. recommend seeing it, but it wasn't like amazing. All right, let's see what's happening here. Uh, I'm just going to read like two of these, two of these ones. It's time for Weird News. In Elwood Place, Ohio, toddler's birthday party turned into an all-out brawl after party-going parents got drunk and began fighting. That sounds fun. Roughly 30 children witnessed a fight that involved massive amounts of blood and broken glass. No children were injured, though. The father of the three-year-old birthday girl, 26-year-old Ramon Marcelo Hernandez, was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. 26 years old as a three-year-old. So he was 23. He was my age when he had a, this kid. Wow. I uh, can't imagine having a kid. but uh, I can't this. imagine having such a fun birthday party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exciting. Wow. Well, uh, Ramon... Nice birthday party. That sounds very good. I can't even remember what I did for my three-year-old birthday party. I mean, I wish it was that exciting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He, this toddler's going to remember this birthday forever, though, uh, uh, you know, forever, though. So I don't remember anything from when I was that little. Listen to this. A 43-year-old Destin Florida man was arrested for indecent exposure after he exposed himself on a beach in front of multiple small children. When cops approached the man, he claimed he was Brad Pitt. 
when he was placed under arrest and informed that he would face further charges if he didn't give his real name, he answered their questions honestly. <laughs> yes, it's so believable, right? Brad Pitt at New Beach. Well, you know, I want to see. I wish I was on Cops. I love watching Cops and people give like the fake name. Like, I don't, I don't know what my name is. <laughs> And then they like well, look around. Drunk. But, like, I feel like they can't remember what their real name is. I feel like yeah, it should just be like I don't know. Cops is a great show, by the way. That's like the first real uh, reality show in my mind. Speaking of reality shows, did you watch the season premiere of Amazing Race? I did, but I saw the clip. The clip, the you, clip. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the clip of the. Um, I'm so funny. If you guys haven't seen this, it's a clip of. The, you can set it up. Yeah, Tell one of the um, challenges when they. Uh, they're in England, I believe. They have to knock over knights with a watermelon can, uh, like cannon thing, cannon like a thing. like yeah. yeah. And um, what do you call those things? Slingshot. Slingshot. Yeah, that's slingshot. Exactly. Catapult was what I was trying to say, but it wasn't a catapult. It was a slingshot. Yeah. And the catapults are only like, yeah, like the with the arm. Well, they have yeah. to they have to pull it back really far to get it to go the distance they need. And one of the teams. Um, I think they know each other because they both are on the Home Shopping Network. That's their like. Oh, that's how they. Okay, yeah, yeah that's their little story. The so backstory. they're really bubbly and over the top and smiley. And she's like, "Oh, you can do it! Come on, come on!" And she pulls it back and she lets go, and the watermelon stays in the slingshot, ricochets and hits her in the face. Just totally like, smashes her face. Yeah, it's hilarious. It, you guys, go look it up. It's on the CBS on, official YouTube. Yes. Uh, for the amazing race, it's anyway. It's hysterical. Watch it over and over. It was the funniest. Thing well, they I've they ever play seen. that clip over and over again. You know, I you know it's uh, crazy right now. Here we have the the weirdest weather today, and everyone's saying it's we're supposed to have a huge earthquake, and uh, the the sky is like orange, and there was a double rainbow, which was funny. That song was going through my head when I <laughs> double rainbow. Yeah, no rain, which was kind of weird. Yeah, but it was, lightning, was lightning, and it's like it it just looks so strange. And I was talking with Lauren about this. The sky just looks very different. Like, I don't know if it's because there's no smog in the air, but I, like the sunset was really cool today. The colors just were really bright and vibrant. It's weird. It's, it's smoggy is what it is. It looks no, there's very... There's no smog. Really? It's very clear out. Yeah. This whole week we've had really hot weather. I don't know if uh, New Monday was it's actually con- the it's hottest like... day in history in Los Angeles. It was 113 degrees. Man. Yeah. And... Uh, and, but the whole week has been hot and it's been really clear, which is very weird. It's usually the opposite. When it's really hot during the summer is when it's the most smoggy. But maybe like this I'm, is global warming. I know it's global warming. It's best here. I, but no, I, you know, there was a quake prediction. I, I know you can't technically, uh, you know, predict quakes. And I know that bad weather doesn't mean you're going to have an earthquake. But uh, probably about four or five days ago, someone retweeted on uh, my Twitter. You know, I was looking at my phone on, on Twitter and someone retweeted. uh a quake prediction. And I was, you know, supposed to be like a seven or eight earthquake in Southern California over the next seven days. And I was like, holy shit, we're going to have a huge earthquake possibly. You know, I, and I knew you, you There's can't no predict. There's no such thing as earthquake. I, I know. And you but, can't really predict them, but we are supposed to have, I mean. We're supposed to have a big, exactly. So I was like, well, okay, well, maybe maybe we, we do have it. I kind of just read it and then I was thinking about it. And then today, you know, here we have earthquake weather, but there's no such thing as that either. But it's like, oh, good timing for that. Now I'm waiting to wake up tomorrow to, you know, just my room shaking and shit falling on me. Uh, and someone I, in the chat just said we're it's 30 years overdue for the big one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. New jobs ninja. We're just waiting. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for the big one. I'm excited for the big earthquake. I, I know it sounds I horrible, but I, I can't wait for, I can't wait for shit to be flying around my house and like for me to like fall to bed or if I'm like, you know, going to the bathroom, I'm like just chilling on the pot reading and and next thing you know everything starts next going you know crazy but uh, and uh, <laughs> i just i like i can't wait for that it's going to be i that moment is going to be amazing i'm going to grab my video camera and i'm going to start filming things and maybe we'll be live when it happens watch it happen in the next 5 minutes dude i just can't, i like I, where am i going to be when the big one happens you know that's what i want to know i want to i want to be somewhere excited you could be anywhere exactly you, well, you know anywhere. you know where i was uh, last time we had a big, big uh, earthquake in Hollywood. I was this is when I had my apartment on a Beechwood Canyon, which is right by the Hollywood sign, it's right mm-hmm. underneath the Hollywood sign. And I was on the roof of my. And I always thought about this. I always climb up outside on this, like uh, on this outside emergency. Actually, you're not supposed to be on the roof yeah, of this building. Yeah. You have to climb up along the the side of this building up to the, uh, the you know the rooftop. And I'd sit up there and I'd always think, oh man, I, this is where I want to be if we have an earthquake because it's so cool. I can watch the whole city from up here. 
And because I mean, you're on a basically a hill right. overlooking the you know the entire thing. The Hollywood signs right there, and and this is where I want to be. You know, I'll see the H tumble over or something. And so I was up there. I was up there uh, one day, and sure enough, I was standing up, like setting up this chair to chill out in the sun. And uh, we had a big earthquake. It was like a six point something, or it was like a five point six or something. It was big was enough this to where that was like August, like this was years ago. ago. Yeah, it was a big one. It knocked out all the cell phone towers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my building was swaying, and I was standing up, and I felt like I was, I was like, could it took you, me a minute. Could you see and I was like, things move. Like I was trying, to, I was looking out, trying to see things move, but nothing was moving except my body. I felt like I was on a boat, and uh, it was so cool. I was like, man, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, I was in. I, I want a bigger one. <laughs> I was in office building on Sunset, and I remember it happened. And at first, I thought because it starts off kind of slow. I yeah. thought like a fat person was just running down the hall <laughs> and then it got more intense and um, we all we all ran to the window, which is probably the worst thing you can do in an earthquake because if it, you know, the glass breaks and to the window, yeah, but we all wanted to, to the see wall. what was going on. So to the sweat drop down my ball <laughs> to the sweat drop down my ball. Are you going to audition for American L? Yeah. No, maybe. Okay. No. Yeah, um, the rap version. The, the office building on the other side of the street was one of those ones that was like all glass. And it was made to move with the earthquake. Yeah, they roll. They're on rollers. Yeah. So, it, so it's a we were super watching rocky, it and right? it was rippling and it was like the weirdest thing. It looked like jello. That's, That's awesome. That's the only thing I can describe it as. That is super cool. See, I, now the building I was, I, I, I was nervous and I had to move out of that place because it, it scared me. But uh, it, it wasn't on rollers or anything. It was just retrofit. It was built in like 1920. It was a brick building. I was like, this thing's going down in a 7.0. <laughs> this thing's going down in a 7.5. 6 point5 I was like any bigger than that last one and and this thing's falling apart so I, yeah so I was like you know what I'm leaving I'm moving out of this place because I don't want to die was that really why you moved yeah it was one of the reasons I was like I was nervous dude I was like this place is like in a big earthquake and I, I'm on the you know top floor corner unit I'm yeah. gonna like I have Did nowhere you have to a go lot of things like on the wall like big paintings or huge paintings I mean just the biggest well, paintings you have you've to, ever you have seen to worry about are things falling <laughs> no, on you. otherwise I, you're not really. I, I'm worried. Here's the only the thing I'm worried about now in my bedroom now is I have this. Uh, I, I put these like shelves up on my my wall, and there's stuff on them. So I'm worried that you know that shit's gonna come flying on me like glass and stuff and all sorts of stuff in the middle of the night, and I'll be I'll wake up with like shards of glass in my arm and everything. Um, Chastastic uh, in in the chat, uh, the uStream chat. If you're listening on your iPhone, uh, says. Hurricanes are crazier than earthquakes. I completely agree. I tell you, I, I was in Florida, uh, man, when I was probably 12 or 13 years old, and uh, my my cousins um, lived on uh, one of the canals down there. This was down, I believe it was like, you know, West Palm Beach or something. I can't remember exactly where it was, but, you know, the canals down there. And uh, they had all glass. It was beautiful, you know. And uh, there were like five tornadoes that turned into like ocean you know, the, wow. so they like, what is it when they become water things, water, water cyclones or whatever. And, uh, man, that was crazy. We had to all like get down. There was like, you know, her huge, hur- it was a tropical storm mm-hmm. and it was never actually escalating to a hurricane, but we had the tornadoes go figure. So it was like, it felt like, or, you know, there's shit flying over yeah, yeah, boats yeah. and trees and stuff. The next day it was cool. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. so Mario's saying that yeah, that kind of that kind of weather is guaranteed. You can totally every year, predict right? when it's going to be hurricane season. You can predict here when there's going to be yeah, because you can't the predict yeah, the season, big one, but you can't predict an earthquake, which is what makes them kind of scary. Yeah, I know they're, they're 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 very you know it's just they come randomly. We had an earthquake in here recently. I mean, it was in just kind of the microphone was like you know my mic my mic thing slowly moved over this way, and that was it. But we were like, what was that? Was that an earthquake? Know you know, it's very, yeah, it's very scary. Um, yeah, we should get, Mar- we'll get Mario a headset one of these days so he can chime in every now and then. All right, let's see what's Send it. us money. We'll be able to buy one. Yeah, send us money and we'll buy one. The time is right for a nice warm drink of celebrity milk. Utterly delicious news. Well, Lindsay's back in rehab, apparently. Lindsay Lohan's life is playing out like a sequel to the movie Groundhog Day. The actress returned to rehab yesterday, four days after she returned to jail. Lindsay's expected to stay in treatment until her next court date, which is on uh, October 22nd. This is her fifth stint there in rehab. Over the summer, she spent 14 days in jail, followed by 23 days in rehab. Fifth time in rehab. Wow. 
Man, you really you, you know you have a pr- well. You know if you go, I feel like rehab's becoming the drug. You know, no. I mean, how addictive is that? I mean, I don't think they're sending her to the exclusive, really fancy ones where it's like you're basically going to a resort. So I don't think to relax. Yeah, it's not like promises in Malibu, but I I don't know. I feel I think Lindsay about Lindsay Lindsay. Uh, you know, I feel bad for her. I do. I feel bad for her. She needs she needs help. Did you read what her, Lindsay uh, Lohan. her brother like sent out like a statement about her? It's the first time he's spoken about it. Michael Jr. Wow. Did I didn't it? even know she had a brother. That's yeah, a quiet. He's two been. brothers, an older one or maybe they're both younger. I don't know. She but I don't know. She needs he actually m- sounded the most sane, like out of all of the people who like are in her family. Well, I'm sure I've never even, I didn't know about these people. So they obviously stay out of the spotlight. He should be the one taking care of her. Uh, you know, I, I just, I think she just needs to go to Montana or something with Nate to go relax out there and work on a farm or something like Paris did in the simple life. Just relax. She'd only do it if reality cameras came with her. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I, Lindsay needs some help. I've met her plenty of times. She, you know, she always remembers me, which is cool. I always feel really cool about that. I'm like, oh yeah, Lindsay Lohan remembers me after all the drugs she does. I don't That's see her that impressive. often. Yeah, right. You and think she wouldn't have any. I, but but Lindsay Lohan's always been so nice. She's a sweet girl. She's not. She's not like. But she's very. Uh, I don't know. She's. You could tell she has a lot of drugs. Her voice is just so raspy. You know. I mean, it's even raspier in person. It's like cigarettes. That's what they do to you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hard liquor, everything. Yeah, the whole thing, and then a heroin. I mean, that always that always will kill you. Listen to this. Was Sarah Palin booed on Monday's Dancing with the Stars? Well, it depends on who you ask. Just before host Tom Bergeron uh, chatted Bergeron, Bergeron, whatever his name is, chatted with the former governor uh, who was there to cheer on daughter Bristol. The audience started jeering while bloggers insisted that Palin was the target of the boos. Producers claimed it was actually a reaction to Jennifer Gray's score, which had just been announced. So I don't know. I didn't actually see the episode, but I I assume it was probably because uh, Palin was there. It was probably a bunch of liberals in the audience, so damage control, exactly. And if the bloggers, if the bloggers say that she was the target of the booze, then I believe them because the internet's always right. Never wrong about anything. Just just consult Wikipedia. It's the best uh, resource out there. I think that um, they most likely were booing Sarah Palin, but you can't really know. Everyone could have been booing something different. I know. think I think she. I, there's uh, you know they, no, they were booing for something. Did you see the interview um, that Levi Johnson had? Um, I forget what news source was interviewing him, but they asked him all the same questions that they that Katie Couric asked Sarah Palin when she was running for vice president about what newspapers do you read, what do you think about the war in Iraq, and uh, he, <laughs> Levi actually answered the questions I think better than Sarah Palin. That's hilarious. Because he, he would say, like, you know, honestly, I just don't know anything about that. He's like, you know, I actually respect you for saying that as opposed to trying to make up a BS answer. Just just to, like Sarah Palin yeah, did. Exactly. Well, you know, Katie Couric was funny because when uh, I saw her interview, and this is totally different, but Sully Solenberger, you know, the guy landed in the Hudson, the yeah, pilot. Yeah. And he was on, they, they did this, uh, you know, the 60 seconds, um, you know, the the special on him or whatever. And, and uh she interviewed him, and I was so annoyed. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but all she would do is go, and how did that make you feel about everything? Like, did you it's feel... Like a therapy session. Did you feel scared about, you know, for the passengers? And he's, like, looking at her like, yeah, f- fuck you, bitch. Of course. I, of course. I didn't feel anything. I was just thinking, how are we, how are we going to stay alive? There's our late sensor button. That's always good. That's the, the late sensor. But no, Seriously. Of course, that's like, and Sully was always like, uh, you know, he was respectful, but he was like, yes, um, yes, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was very scared, and she's like, and how did that make you feel? Well, I'm very scared. I see. Very, very hard hitting questions from Katie Couric. Yeah, Katie, Katie, Katie Couric, man, she is. one hot lady. All right. The stars of TLC's new reality show about polygamy are under investigation for being, well, polygamous. Police in Utah say they began the probe when the network announced the show Sister Wives a few weeks ago. Star Cody Brown and his four wives released a statement saying, quote, we are disappointed in the announcement of an investigation, but when we decided to do the show, we knew there would be risks. But for the sake of our family and most importantly, our kids, we felt it was a risk worth taking. Uh, bigamy is a third degree felony. 
in Utah. Wow. It is a felony in Utah, but I believe they don't actually enforce this. It's kind of like uh, Amsterdam with weed. You know, it's actually, it's not fully legal there, but nobody gives it's a shit. It's just not enforced. Oh, late censor. Uh, Better late than never. Yeah, exactly. Better late than never. The late censor. I like that. We should, let's write this down. The late censor. I'm writing this down. Um, I want to make this something. We got to make some, some sort of thing out of this. Uh Man, it's crazy. And, and Brian's eighty-five in the chat says uh, the UStream chat says they have thirteen kids, thirteen kids, four wives. I just can't. I could. I couldn't deal with one girlfriend. I don't know how you deal with four. I mean, and then you have thirteen kids. Mario said that's thirteen too many. <laughs> thirteen too many children. That's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. How do you know which one your you know which ones are your parents and how you know obviously you know which one your dad is. But you're like, how could he be, uh, you know, in all these women? I just like to point out that At the same once time. upon a time, TLC stood for the learning channel. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the heck does this have to do with learning about anything? Well, you know, it's it, it's just funny. It, it should just be like the multiple channel. Like, all their shows are about multiples. Oh, uh David Rodriguez says four women if they all get on their period at the same time, dot, dot, dot. Wow, it's true. And then, you know, when women do get together, they all happen to get their period at the, yeah, yeah they, they get on the same cycle. They synchronize. Yeah, the women synchronize. And it's, it's like synchronized swimming or something. I don't know that what happens with women's ovarian life. tubes or whatever. But uh, that'd be, a ho- yeah, it must be horrible. It's four times as bad. I mean, but I guess, I guess then the rest of the month is four times as good, if you know what I mean. Uh, 13 children. Yeah, obviously the guy's having a great time. I hope they have a bunch of nannies. Yeah, they, that's just gotta be hell. But that, how does that work? Because uh, in, what's the, the HBO show? I mean, how does that work? They, you know, they in the HBO show, the wives all have their own house. Big love, big love, but, yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I have to just tell you guys quickly. My ex girlfriend's in that show. Really? Yeah. She plays the uh, daughter, and that she was like dating this really old guy. So uh, I couldn't remember the name. This was years ago. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Brian's eighty five. Big love is a show, Kyle. Um, I know. I know it is. I I don't know. I I like HBO and Showtime's programming, but that one just doesn't really. Yeah, I've never gotten into it. Never got. I saw. I mean, I saw the episode she was in and stuff, and I was like, I don't really get the. I don't understand why this is interesting in any way. Did you watch? What's What's interesting about watching some guy, you know, boning four chicks, (laughs) or three? I guess it was three girls. Um. Did you watch the season premiere of Dexter? No, I, I, I don't like Dexter either. You don't like Dexter? No, I, I watched the pilot of that because I was getting, when I was sick because I was like expecting to get into a TV series and I was like everyone tells me Dexter's good and I was Give like it okay, another I'm chance. Watch. watch a couple more episodes and I was like because it's I was so like this good. is so dumb this is a stupid show. I think the writing is amazing. Maybe I'm not intellectual enough or something. Something happened when I was a kid. I was dropped in my head like Heather was. <laughs> Your mother was murdered in a trailer. And that's why. You're, uh, yes, that's the setup for Dexter. So. Exactly. No, I, I, I don't know. Chloe uh, Kardashian and Lamar Odom returned to the scene of their wedding Monday. The couple celebrated their first anniversary by renewing their vows at the same Beverly Hills mansion where they first said, I do. So, uh, wow. Well, that's, that's uh, fantastic. Well, a whole year. Chloe and Lamar, a whole year. They're going to make it to maybe two. I, yeah. I, I mean, can't believe they've lasted this long. If you think about how long they knew each other before they got married, you know, this is actually quite an accomplishment. Most people thought they were going to get divorced right away. Odashians. The Odashians, right? That should be, they should have a little spinoff show. Uh, Brad Womack rejected all the ladies on the 11th season of The Bachelor, and he says he'll do it again if he doesn't make a love connection next season. Brad, whose second go-around on the show begins in January, tells Ellen, I would walk away. I take this very seriously, but he said he returned to the show because he believes it can work. No, he returned to the show so he could extend his 15 minutes, which is probably why he didn't pick anyone to be into a half hour. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Brad Womack. He's looking for love. No, he's looking to be famous like no, everyone he... else on The Bachelor. And it's okay. Well, like There's everyone in Los Angeles. That. Let me just rant for a second. Oh, people love this. This is uh, let me just t- this is what I can't stand about L.A. Everyone comes out here to try to be famous. Really? Yeah, every for the most part, I feel like, and that's why every, this whole town is full of jackasses because they all think they're awesome. I I would no, to, I mean they're, I don't think everyone is like that. I think almost it, everybody it depends is. on the on the. I want to be a producer, a famous producer. I want to be a famous actress. I want to be an, go ask a waiter what they're here for. They're here because they want to act. They're here because they want to be an actress. Yes. 
they're here most because they want to produce movies. Most they're here time. because they want to direct. Well, well, most then people want to be in, in the industry. And what I, everyone's searching to be And famous. what I can't handle is the people who are like, uh, no, they want to be famous. That's why they're here. What I can't handle is the people who are like, hey, I'm an actress. And, and you're like, no, you're my waiter. Uh, or waitress, uh, you know, you're not an actress, and then you look at their IMDb page and it has like a short film on it. You're not a freaking actress. Actresses make a living right. making movies and acting in them. An actor makes a living making movies or a TV show and acting in, and acting in them. That's his job. You know? So you're making your money. And, and so, right. And you're making your money by being my server at a restaurant. Get off your high horse, you're a waiter. That's your living. You want to be an actor. Okay, that's... Yes, yeah, aspiring actor. Exactly. That, everyone too... Thank here, you, Mario. Their jobs are always hyphenated. It's aspiring like Aspiring actor. Actor slash waiter slash interpretive dancer slash... Right. What am I? It's all about the hyphenation. This is, I tell people all the time. Well, what do you do? I lie usually. I say I'm an adult film actor. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're like, and people are like, what? Really? Uh, and then I'm like, no, I'm really not. Are you kidding? Like, do I look like an adult film actor to you? And they're like, no, well, I don't know. I, you know, don't recognize you from any of the movies I've seen. Well, uh, no, so this, yeah, so what, this is what I say. I, I produce and direct because I do both of those. In fact, Mario just worked on a shoot of mine. I was directing that commercial, which is, which was really good by the way, I think, right? It turned out, it turned out well. The rough cut was good. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I always say director, producer, I'm an entrepreneur and I, uh, host radio shows. There you go. I have two of them. Slash Seacrest slash impersonator. Most importantly, I like that. Yes, that's good. Slash Seacrest impersonator. Uh, that should uh, be the leading job of your hyphenation. But no, I love it when you walk up to people in LA and you're like, "So what do you do?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm a ballet, a professional ballet dancer." That's cool. Right. That's a respectable job. Obviously, oh, okay, you make your living doing. Like, yes. you wouldn't. You're not going to say that to me. And like, you're you know a hotel receptionist. They could just be lying to you. You never know. But obviously, in LA, you have a very Skewed Show me your toe point. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, right now, right? Don't believe you. No, I think that in LA you have a, a somewhat skewed sense of, of everyone being in the industry because you're in the industry. So you surround yourself with other people who are in the, you know what I mean? Like if that's what you're doing, that's who everyone you're going in to LA is in with. the industry. That's my point. I think a lot of people are. Most people are. I mean, there's like very find few people that aren't. It's like I rarely have ever asked a waiter, uh, you know, like, hey, so, so, uh, you know, what do you, what do you do down here, whatever, you know, or, or talk to somebody that's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a nurse, and then they're like, well, actually, I'm a waiter. That's how I support myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it only funny for that, the, like, the if, arts. If you're in Target or like anywhere, you hear people on their phones, like in. It's always industry like conversation. Right. And then you whenever know? you know, it's funny. Whenever you're flying into LAX or out of LAX, there's always someone on the plane with a script, <laughs> like always reading the script. Yeah. And I, I have to tell you, I've done the same thing because I've had to you know read scripts in the past. But they'll be sitting there reading their movie, you know, or whatever movie it they're is, just doing their work, doing coverage or something. And and they're uh, you know, why well, watch? I like I think they're like they're, they're probably like, a huge producer. Yeah. What are you doing writing coverage? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm a huge producer at the Warner's lot. Um, no kidding. I'm a waiter. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, you all right. James Vanderbeek is a dad. The former Dawson's Creek star has announced on Twitter that he and his wife, Kimberly Brooke, welcomed daughter Olivia on Saturday. Love the name. That's a great name. Never got into that show, though. I think I was too young when Dawson's Creek was right. I just really never Kimberly got into Brooke, it. Kimberly Brooke, Dawson's Creek. Oh, that's, that's, fun. Funny. Oh, that's funny. Kimberly Brooke, <laughs> Dawson's Creek. He should have named, yeah, he should have named, you know, or something along those lines. Like, yeah, what would be funny? Like River, like River Phoenix. Oh, it's Beverly's horrible. Pond. Too late. Yeah. Beverly's Pond, where the creek and the brick meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toluca's Lake. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, best known for playing Principal Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, pled guilty yesterday to a felony charge of failing to update his sex offender registry what? info. He was ordered to serve three years of probation and perform 250 hours of roadside cleanup. Others, just, I thought I was say, failed to update his Facebook status. That's how I'm, <laughs> I'm still on the social network. That is my favorite movie of all time, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Love it. Yeah, it's, it is a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, actually. I gotta watch it again. Um, Love it. I had no idea he was a registered sex offender, though. That's funny. Yeah, it is weird. I didn't realize that. He's a creepy character in the 
in the movie, but... Wow, David Rodriguez says in the uh, Ustream chat, the old Rose from the Titanic died yesterday. The old lady in the beginning, if you remember. Oh. She's holding the necklace. Gloria Stewart. Uh, Gloria, was it? Gloria Stewart. Gl- Gloria Stewart? Uh, she, she passed... She was 100 mm-hmm. when she passed away? Nice. She went to the three-digit range. I don't know if I'll be able... My body's not going to do it. Lindsay's definitely not going to do it. I can guarantee it. I can put money down. I can put 100 bucks down that she's not going to make it to 100. Well, yeah, her body's a wreck. I mean, it, you can't do it at a certain point. You just can't. You know that there's no turning back. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe uh, Guidis. Is it Guidis or Guidis? Do you know? Guidis, yeah, that's what I thought. Joe Guidis, the husband of Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa Guidis, has uh, been released from prison. He served eight days for driving with a suspended license. That seems like a pretty steep uh, charge there. Could be, but I or not a charge, rather, but more of a uh, you know whatever the sentence, I guess, is what. I don't think this is his first incident with the law. Well, Joe, um, um, great! I'm so happy that you're released. Uh, Sally Menke, an Oscar-nominated film editor who worked on all of Quentin Tarantino's movies, died Monday while hiking in the extreme heat in Los Angeles. Wow, that's sad. Yeah, 113 degrees is not. A temperature that is uh, I, see, now, safe I, to hike in. I was really sick during this time, and I had a fever, and I, I had to go sit outside in a sweatshirt because I was freezing. I was so cold. You know, when you get a fever, you're 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 just yeah. you're shivering almost. Like I was actually I was that cold being inside, uh, and so I went outside. I'd sit outside on my patio, and I and I was I would just w- with a sweatshirt on. I was like, you know, it's kind of hot, but it was one thirteen. It didn't hit me until Monday, but uh, obviously, uh, very deadly. To be out in the extreme heat, and I, I was, you know, it's funny. I really wanted to go hiking all weekend. Well, it's a good so thing you didn't. I guess it's good. You I did. might not have come back. I don't know. How old was she, Sally Menke? Do we? Know? I don't think she was that old. So yeah, I, well, we'll find out about that. Uh, this is interesting. A British survey found that one in twenty women has never had sex while sober, mainly because they are too insecure about their bodies. Uh, listen to this, more sobering results here. 75% of the women said it's easier to go wild after a couple of drinks. 40% of the women said they were always tipsy when they slept with someone for the first time. 50% said they enjoy sex better after a few drinks. Loosens them up, maybe. 14% of... Well, no pun intended. Ha! Thank you. Oh, that was good. All right. 14% of women in relationships said they can't sleep with a partner unless they've had a couple drinks. Um, yeah, there's no problem with any of this. By the way, she was uh, 56. She's 56 years old. Okay, so she was older. She well, I mean, she wasn't divorced. old. She shouldn't have died. <laughs> she, was on the, she was on her way down. She was on her way down. She was overhill. After 50, you know, that, that's like the, that, 50 is the peak. Uh, Plenty of people can do physical activity over 50 oh, and no, you not you can, have to but it's just the way dying. down the hill. You know, I mean, it, you're practically sledding at that point. <laughs> We'll see if Lindsay even gets that far. Hopefully your parents aren't listening to the show. I, I'm sorry, Dad and Mom. I, Mom, are you 50 yet? Uh, okay. Well, anyway, I uh, I agree with these results here about all this. Again, I hope my parents aren't listening either about that. Uh, this is interesting. Your muscles hurt? Drink some coffee. I found this really fascinating. Uh, most of us start our day with a cup of coffee, right? Now, a new study finds that you may want to start off your next workout with a jolt of caffeine as well. The study took 24 young men. I wonder how young these guys were and divided them into two groups. One hour before exercising, one group of the men got a pill containing the amount of caffeine and three cups of coffee. Jeez Louise, that would get me going crazy. The other uh, the others uh, got no caffeine at all. They then all rode stationary bikes for 30 minutes. Surprise, the guys who took caffeine before exercise and had much lower levels of pain during their workouts, it didn't matter how much coffee they normally drink each day. Try having one to two cups of coffee or tea an hour before your workout. The more you drink, the less pain you'll feel. But if you're not used to all that caffeine, you should start slowly and just work up your addiction. You know, um, I've actually heard uh, something like this before. I was told if you take green tea pills before you work out, you'll have a better workout. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm taking these supplements now because I just did, you know, I, I'm directing four of these spots for the supplement company. They're the uh, they're called Q&T, largest supplement company in Europe. Uh, they do like protein powders and stuff. And so I have a ton of their product. I've been taking some of it. and uh, Some dude, of it? It, it? It feels like you're sampling their whole well, line. They, they have 3,000 uh, SKUs in, in Europe. <laughs> so they have a lot of products. I'm only taking three of them. But I'm, I'm doing uh, before workout. I'm taking this stuff called Test Tech. It's like it's supposed to be like natural testosterone, something or another. It's supposed to help build muscle and to give you tons of energy. And it does. There's caffeine in it, 
And uh, then I'm also taking like this creatine powder stuff. And then afterwards I do protein and a protein shake later on the night. So I do, I do all the Q and T stuff and then I do monster milk uh, later on in the day uh, or monster. It's actually called monster mass. It's, um, uh, you know, by credit sports or whatever, but the monster mass is crazy. 50 grams of protein in that wow. shake. But, uh, I'm doing, you know, I, I got, got to tell you guys, I actually been doing, um, not at the gym anymore. I'm working out at home, completely at home doing all floor exercises and stuff. I'm more, uh, ripped and, uh, I would say cut than ever. And what kind of workout do you do at home? It's it's do all. Do you have any machines or no? No machines. You don't use any machines. Uh, it's all floor exercise. You do like p- different types of push-ups, uh, but you do a ton of them. I mean, like one fifty uh, push-ups. You can you do sets of like a fifty, and then you know uh, you know you do like the the crunches where you're like bicycling. I do a lot of that stuff, oh, yeah. and then I actually do have some like sandbags from my scuba gear that I took out of my weight belt. And they're really heavy because you know obviously you know with your wetsuit and stuff on you got you're pretty buoyant so you need you need a lot of weight to bring it down so I have a lot of I have a lot of weight in these sandbags so I've been using those to like work out and dude this is also I can't believe how many workouts you can do with your body and uh, j- just your body uh, you know but you can do incline cool. uh, in- incline pushups decline pushups normal pushups and you put your you know hands together. In, uh, in this shape here for the U-streamers that are watching, kind of you put your, your index finger and thumb together, and then that works out your tri- uh, your triceps. It's really, There's so many things you can do. I didn't, Where did you learn like, all the, Did you just figure it out on your own, or well, I taught, I, gives you like a I, Yeah, they give you a pamphlet. No, I've been the... doing this for months now. Uh, my my cousin uh, is, a, is a fighter, and he taught me some of this floor stuff that he does, but it's really interesting. I mean, it's very like, um, just again, it really just rips you up, man. I just can't get over it. It's good though. I highly recommend it. You guys got to go to the gym. Seriously, JK. Don't go to LA the, Fitness. You have to go to the gym. You can do it at home. There's no need to do the machine. I did the machines for a long time, for an, an entire year almost. I did the machines, and I never really uh, got as as ripped as I am now at all in any way. But I guess the machines are apparently. I was telling my mom about this. She was telling me the machines are not actually, uh, you know, the, the best way to work out at all. Um, but I don't know if I plateaued or what. I didn't really gain much weight or anything, and I was taking muscle milk the whole time. But the floor exercises are crazy. I mean, just it really tones you. And then for you know for the, for the uh, for my legs and stuff, and for cardio, I do extreme hiking and and trail running, which is fun. I have like forty personal training sessions that I was given that I really should end up using. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. You yeah. really should use those. I know. I always forget that I have them though. Yeah, free weights are the are the best. All right, listen to this. Uh, hottest jailbirds. Lindsay Lohan remains one of the most talked about celebrities out there. Getting busted and going to jail will do that to the starlet, I guess. Uh, Heather Locklear. Uh, listen to this. This is actually, this is, uh, moved too far there down the list, but listen to this. This is a, a list here of the hottest jailbirds we've seen in recent times. Heather Locklear, she was picked up in a hit and run against a stop sign. <laughs> uh, Nicole Richie, uh, Nicole served only a fraction of her sentence for a DUI. Paris Hilton, of course, Hilton has some problems and has been featured in multiple mugshots. Uh, Yasmin Bleeth from Baywatch, um, she was busted with cocaine. She got out of doing hard time and was sentenced to two years of probation. Wonder how she did that. Carmen Electra, Carmen and Dennis Robin were thrown in the slammer after a fight in their hotel room turned violent. Little Kim, you know, the rapper, the only woman on this list to do real time. Kim was convicted on three counts of perjury and one of conspiracy. In addition to her one year sentence, little Kim uh, also got three years of probation and was forced to pay $50,000 as a fine. That's amazing. Wow. Are you guys turned on by wild women or what? Come on. Only little Kim. <laughs> Only little Kim. I remember uh, when I was... Talk about I was, someone who has trans, who has reinvented herself over and over. I remember that time. published picture of her and that like she was at, uh, I don't know, it was the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards or whatever, but she was like, you see like almost her whole boob. Yeah. Bo- or I guess boobs, both of them. And I'm like, she was almost a nip slip. But I remember that picture when I was like 13. I was like, damn, <laughs> those boobs are fine. Lil Kim, yeah. I will never forget the VMAs. Was it the VM? Was it the VMAs? Yeah, maybe it was the VMAs with the one pasty. Yep. Yep. Oh man, I was. I uh, if only man, if only I could have been there. Um, let's see what else is in there. I want to see. Let's see. uh, Boom. Um, we have a bunch of surveys. It looks like survey studies. Look at this script today. Uh, you did a good job with this. I'm just trying to see some cool stuff in there. Um, uh, listen to this. According to the smokingjacket.com, here are some reasons men age more gracefully than women. 
Ah, George Clooney. That's all I could think of when I read this. Uh, men don't have to worry about fashion, whether a guy's 22 or 92. He still wears pants and shirts. Simple. Women, on the other hand, have to deal with complicated and uh, nuanced changes in fashion every year. That must suck. Right? That must suck. Well, and wrinkles look distinguished on a man. Women know that wrinkles don't look distinguished on themselves, which is why they in- inject uh, butt fat and bacteria poison into their cheeks and foreheads and lips and stuff. Uh, I guess they don't really get wrinkly lips. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we have to worry about that at all. Gravity is brutal. Breasts start off awesome, but if they're real after about 30 years, they start traveling downward, which is very true. And then true. you just make a short trip to Beverly Hills and you're fine, right? Exactly. You, yeah, you, yeah, that's all you need when you're 50. Uh, the competition shows up. Even gorgeous women in strong uh, marriage have to watch out for younger versions of themselves strutting around her man. Once if they have a guy who's not, you know, that's kind of how accurate this is in Los Angeles, though, because I feel like here things are a a little bit different. Things are all everything's skewed here. It's just it's a confusing place to live in general, really. You know, it's it's a very confusing place to live uh, being here. But I, I, you know, Los Angeles is good. It's been good to me. I do. I'm I'm happy I moved here from Chicago. I really am. It's it's been a good it's been a good uh, almost five years now I've been here. And it's amazing. You know, it's, it really is. It's amazing to be here. 23 years old and uh, be here for almost five it's years. Been a, been. Yeah. But uh, I, I enjoy every second of it. It's good. It's a good. I, 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 every time I go back to Chicago, I feel like it's just moving too slowly. Here, it's fun. There's always stuff to do. There's so many mountains to you see. Know, I, it's just gorgeous. I think things change here so quickly. And I always find that whenever I go back to Chicago, because we're both from Chicago, everything is just how it was when i left exactly like just, it doesn't change nothing changes and here it's boom, boom, boom there's always you know an earthquake changes the landscape in a heartbeat i'm kidding i don't true. know what that i don't even know what that means but uh, i thought it sounded poetic i feel like robert frost over here right now um, no but like all the places i used to eat when i was little they're still there I don't, every all like the little neighborhood hangouts and it, things just don't change you know Remind me, I got to write the rent check, rent check tonight for this place. I will remind you. All right. All right. So here we go. There are awkward moments in life, and then there are awkward years in life for many people. Middle school ranks right up there with the stormiest of storms. And everything in middle school comes together in the most terrible way during middle school dances. How true is that? I, I, didn't, actually didn't, even, I didn't go to middle agree. school. I was just going to say, does this apply to you? Was this when you were No, this is I was homeschooled uh, during middle school. So you kind of were the luckiest person ever because yeah. you got to just skip all I got to all skip all of it and travel the world. Oh, what a bad way to live life. According to BuzzFeed.com, here are some things you may remember about middle school dances. Guys, I don't remember any of this stuff, but I'm happy to read them to you. Guys being shorter than girls, drinking soda, weird, creepier, awkward chaperones, awkward slow dancing. Braces, never had those. The YMCA, the Macarena. That reminds me of weddings, um, really cheesy ones. Not dancing. Segregation. The best way to avoid cooties is to avoid the opposite sex, guys. I don't remember that part. I was always into girls. My, you know, my first makeout session was with a girl, uh, <coughs> excuse me, underneath it, uh, my, my dining room table uh, when I was like in second grade. So I uh, popped that one fairly early. Early bloomer. Um, yeah. I remember in middle school, that was in sixth grade was when we did social dance. That's when that kind of first was like introduced and it was so awkward because they were teaching you like, you know, formal ballroom kind of dances that nobody actually does or cares to learn. And you can't do it well, especially, you know, in sixth grade. Yeah. So it was just a nightmare. Ballroom dancing. Yes, yeah, can't imagine. Can't well, they imagine had to prepare that. us. I don't know. Maybe things were slight. In seventh grade, I went to, you know, I grew up in an area of Chicago that had um, a lot of Jewish kids, and we all had our bar and bat mitzvahs in seventh grade. So you had to know how to dance. You had to be, you know, ready to go. And I kid you not, I must. There were probably like sixty or seventy over the course of seventh grade that that I went to, and. It, they were always the same and so standard and it got to be so repetitive after a while and it was equally awkward because you know dancing like i said not everyone's uh the best when they're in sixth or seventh grade i want to see you dance i've never seen you dance before we were gonna go with alexa remember she was gonna teach us how to salsa dance oh the that salsa dancing happened. lessons we'll have to hit her up for that yeah what what the f- ever happened to that She's almost uh, getting married too, right? Yeah, Her wedding's yeah, in ten, like ten, ten. Two it's, uh, weeks. 
It's in, Less than it's two, in weeks. two weeks. Uh, South Dakota. She's getting married to Sean, yeah. Are you going? Uh, I was going to go. I make, I don't know. I've been to so many weddings already this summer, you know? Right. Uh, Too many. I was going to go to Sean's batch party as well. He had a huge batch party. Huge. It was like, it's not, it wasn't a normal one. It was over at the, I think it was at the Key Club. But uh, I couldn't make it to that. And uh, they had like a metal band playing. It was, it was supposed to be crazy. <laughs> Sean Covell and Alexa Vega getting married. 10, 10, 10. That's going to be interesting. We'll talk to Alexa. You know, we'll have her Maybe back we'll have show. her on the show after. Yeah, yeah we will. We'll have her back fun. on the show afterwards. Um, all right. Well, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like I kind of want to go home and work. Work? So I got to go edit. I have to go edit another, the other commercial. And I'll show you guys these commercials. I'll put them up on the uh, the website when they're done. It's like that. Really, it's, I should have advertised their product on our site. It's like kind of weird. I should get compensated for that. They should pay, be paying for the studio. <laughs> I should Q and T to sponsor the show. So I should, I'll talk to them about that. that. Yeah, exactly. It should be uh, no problem at all, right? I uh, also want to tell you guys about a show that I do uh, that you may not, you could check out if you want to. It's called Dudes Talking About Chicks. If you go to dudes talking about chicks dot com, uh, you can see it there. It's it's a brand new show. It's doing pretty well. We're we were number one on health and iTunes. And then uh, we got dropped off iTunes. I don't know if we were too racy or what, but it's uh, it's a fun little show. It's about a half hour to uh, forty five minutes long, and we talk. Uh, it's a friend of mine and I. We we give guys dating advice that write in and and girls too. Uh, but it's a fun show. Uh, you can also search for it on iTunes. Dude's talking about chicks, and uh, you know, check it out. Let me know what you guys think of it. Uh, all right, this was fun. We'll do it again next Wednesday, and uh, we'll have uh, coming up here. We got Alicia Marie. She's a celebrity fitness model and celebrity uh, trainer. She's going to come on the show pretty soon here, and then uh, we also have uh, this uh, girl, Crystal Jones. She's she's a uh, she makes these uh, for celebrities and stuff. She makes these uh, cheesecake, uh, these little mini cheesecake cupcakes. But they're cheesecake, and it's supposed to be amazing. She's going to bring us cheesecake cupcakes and uh, teach us how to make them. So delicious! Uh, I love cheesecake. It's going to be, uh, but uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that's all done. So th- those we should are, have like a cooking set, like uh, yeah, we should, yeah. I know we need to get we need to get a couple of cameras that can move around in here, hooked to the computer. You know, Th- that would that would make your job more interesting, Mario, to have some more cameras and stuff. Uh, maybe one day if you guys, if you guys, uh, you know, send in money, uh, you know, real quickly, Brian's 85 just asked me, am I going to use stream the new show? Uh, the answer is no, I'm not. It's, uh, it, it actually, we're trying to get Playboy radio to pick it up on Sirius XM. So we'll see what happens with that. But, um, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, but, uh, no, it's pre-recorded right now. So we don't even do it live. There's no reason to, uh, Ryan Sheckler, we could try to get him on the show. We'll talk to his publicist. And then we, oh, we also have a new, uh, who's coming on the show? Um, we have, I just got an email from a publicist that, about somebody. We just, I forwarded this to, uh, to Ricky. Um, I'll tell you who's coming up on the show. Stand by. Let's see here. Uh, it is, uh, she's a number one uh, spot on the Billboard's Dance Club charts four times. Uh, her new single's uh, One Hot Pleasure. It's Erica Jane. She's a pop diva, apparently. So we're going to have her on the show. I haven't actually heard her music yet. I should probably go listen to it. But Erica Jane will be on the show, too, coming up here. And uh, Maybe Erica Jane's on next week, and then Alicia Marie's on the week after or we'll something. We'll have to schedule it out. But. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. But we'll let you guys know, because that's what we do. Uh, KyleLive.com for old episodes. Uh, please tweet me, twitter.com slash Kyle Sherman. It I'll, makes his day. I'll tweet please you back. Do. No, it really does. You guys don't understand. Uh, I spend days crying if I don't get any at replies. Try to figure out how to get more creative on there. You know, like, how do I make it funnier? And then I realize, you know what? Just be yourself. People people like you for you. And then I realize that's I don't right. because I don't get any new followers And at life's all a anymore. Disney movie, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. This has been another episode of Kyle Sherman Live. And we're sorry. Head to KyleLive.com for old episodes and more.